0: Hey gang, welcome back to Rant Sessions with your girl, the lady Tevele. I've invited you here as a first-hand witness to my character development and just to hear a bitch rant. So, my plan for this episode was for it to be really short and sweet compared to... Most of my other podcast episodes, I know that for you guys to sit down and listen to me takes a little bit of time from your day, which I'm very grateful for you guys giving me any screen time, really. But, um, this was kind of a conversation I had with my quote unquote inner child. Um, it was a conversation conversation about a fear that i have carried with me for a very long time um a fear based on emotion so yeah it's about to get really sad in here <laughs> but um it's definitely a message that i needed to hear from myself especially it's a revelation that i needed to have for myself in order to for me to unlearn the habits that formed out of the sphere the habits that were generated from the sphere you know and I kind of want to do that for anybody that may be listening and can relate, you know? Sometimes my episodes may not um, resonate with everybody that listens. But as long as one person can listen and be like, I get you, that's enough for me. That's all I need. That's all I need. That's all I need in this life, you know? So, yeah, I kind of wanted this episode to be that, to be that message, that revelation for you. To unlearn this fear, the same fear that I carried for a very long time. And yeah, I'm hoping that I can do that for you. So, the fear in question is vulnerability. And yeah, I'm scared of being vulnerable. I'm scared of being vulnerable to my core. It's an actual fear. Like, like ah, oh, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I hate being vulnerable. I try to avoid it at every corner. I try to avoided at every event in my life everything that happens to me or for me or to somebody next to me I try to avoid showing any vulnerability towards that situation because I hate being vulnerable I hate people seeing me that way and perceiving me as somebody vulnerable because when I grew up the perception that I grew up with was that vulnerability was synonymous with weakness and That meant that any type of sensitivity that I displayed, any type of vulnerability that I displayed was synonymous with me being weak and fragile, even when that's not how I saw myself at the time. And I'll give you an example. When I was a kid, um, like anytime I would break something... I would immediately like break down into tears. It, it could be my mom's vase, or I could be playing with like a toy and it breaks and I would like break down into tears. Not because I was like scared of my mom or anything, but simply because of the guilt I felt I needed somehow to express that guilt and tears was how my body chose to do it. You know, tears was how my body chose to express the emotion of feeling bad and being as sensitive as I was when I was a child, it made sense to me. You know, the tears made sense to me. The tears were like my physical um, imagery of my guilt. It was the only way I knew how to express myself. But because vulnerability back then, and even still today, is synonymous with weakness and fragility, my tears were not taken well by anybody um a lot of people thought my tears were an excuse um to try and get out of me having done something bad some people thought my tears were um a show of how weak and fragile i was that i had no self confidence or no strength emotionally to deal with something as mundane as breaking a fucking vase. Now, Because my vulnerability and me being a sensitive child was synonymous with all these negative traits or all these things that people didn't seem to like about somebody, I started to hate being vulnerable. But the truth is that was the core of my being. I needed to cry in order for me to start the healing process of whatever event took place that day. You know, I needed for me, I needed to shed tears for me to be able to start to forgive myself even for something as mundane as breaking a vase. You know, because if I didn't express that emotion right there and there, I ended up suppressing it. And because I started to hate being vulnerable, I started to look towards suppression as an alternative, even though it wasn't something that I knew I wanted to do. You get me? I would have much rather cried, but because my tears weren't taken well, or because my tears were being matched with something that wasn't necessarily accepted, it made me scared to be seen that way it made me scared to be seen as weak and fragile because you only hear bad things about weak and fragile people you know and a lot of my practice with suppression happened in primary school where I was dealing with very very like small problems compared to the problems that I have now but I had to refrain from crying because I didn't want to be that person anymore. Of course, for those couple of years, I would still cry and I would cry my heart out sometimes and I couldn't yell without crying. I'm I'm the type of girl that when you're angry, you cry. I'm that girl. Like, I'm the girl that sheds tears while beating you up. Like, that's me because that's just how emotional I was as a kid. That's just how sensitive I was. To everything, and because it was never taken well, I tried to hide that part of me. I didn't want to be seen as the emotional kid, I didn't want to be seen as the vulnerable one because everything that was synonymous with vulnerability was something bad. It was something bad, it was something that people couldn't respect, and I wanted to be respected so badly. I think that's all I wanted, and so. I looked towards suppression as an alternative for being sensitive, for being vulnerable. And I held back tears. I held back tears. I didn't hold back anger. We'll get into that in a minute. But I held back tears. I held back showing I was sad or showing I was disappointed in something or showing that something hurt me because I didn't want to be, be, be perceived, sorry, as vulnerable. And that created a version of me that people equally hated. <laughs> which is which is the funny thing because it was like I'm unlearning being sensitive and I'm unlearning being vulnerable and letting things get to me and displaying my emotions. But the part of me that is using um the alternative that I am using to being vulnerable is equally hated. So it was it was a roller coaster of a ride because When I stopped being vulnerable or when I transitioned into suppression of my feelings rather than displaying them, people saw me as nonchalant. Oh, she doesn't care. She has no sense of urgency. She's like this and she's like that. She's just, you know, and (laughs) it made me kind of upset to be seen that way as well because it was like, I'm, I'm... still sensitive to my core, like my core being is somebody that's very sensitive, somebody that's very vulnerable, somebody that uses their emotions to their fullest extent, because that's how they heal, that's how they process, and that's how they are, like that's just how I am, you know, and to be seen as somebody that doesn't care was equally disheartening, because it was like I care so much. I'm just scared to show you. And I think it really made me a rock. And that is the saddest part of this because growing up, one thing I never wanted to be was a rock. I never wanted to be cold. I never wanted to be, you know, I always wanted love and warmth to be my core being. And that kind of diminished as i grew as I grew up, and to be quite honest, I think it will no matter who you are, I think you will attract a sense of coldness or a sense of like hardness with emotion as you grow up because as you grow, your innocence is lost, you know so i i I got that and I accepted that but the part of the part of this that I never accepted was the part of me that could never cry in front of people or the part of me that did cry in front of people and then was embarrassed about it later or felt weird about it or felt like oh my gosh I wish I didn't do that you know and the only people I ever like openly cry in front of were people that I was extremely extremely, extremely comfortable with and these people even then they knew that I would suppress my feelings I would never be open about them straight up without having to be pushed or having to be constantly asked and it made me upset that they viewed me that way because some people were viewing me as nonchalant and she doesn't care and then some people were viewing me as she needs help expressing her emotions and it's like... I don't need help expressing my emotions. I can express my emotions. I'm just scared to. But at the same time, it's like if I express my emotions, I'm being perceived as weak. I'm being perceived as not strong. And, you know, and I'm like, okay, so let me suppress my emotions. But when I suppress my emotions, I'm being perceived as um, nonchalant. I'm being perceived as you know, someone that doesn't care, someone that has no, someone selfish even. And that's, that kind of stuff really fucked with my sense of self, if I can say. I think the damage that my lack of vulnerability did was so deep that I stopped being vulnerable with myself at some point. Um, I couldn't address situations without being avoidant or without being, you know, angry or frustrated rather than sad about something I should be sad about, you know. I couldn't express the right emotions. I couldn't pinpoint what my emotions even were because I was avoiding them at all costs. I lied to myself. I think that's also something that I never realized my invulnerability caused, it caused me to be a liar to myself about myself, if that makes sense. Like, I couldn't be open with myself enough to be truthful about how I was feeling at that moment. I would have much rather used avoidant coping mechanisms like napping or watching Netflix, you know, finding a distraction of some sort, rather than facing the feelings head first, like facing the feelings, like face to face, because those feelings were scary to me. Those feelings of sadness, the tears and the feelings of, you know, disappointment were synonymous with being weak and fragile. That was the perception I was given about vulnerability. And so that became my truth, you know, and because that is how I viewed vulnerability, I was scared to be even vulnerable with myself. I started Lying to myself about how I was feeling. I told myself, oh, I don't even care when I cared so much. And I started becoming the very same thing that I hated people seeing me as. And that is someone that doesn't care. Or someone that only has her interests at heart. When I am, in fact, a very sensitive and very caring person. And it hurts me because um, being young... Being young and not being able to express yourself to the fullest extent really will carry on to who you are now. Because I'm a rock right now. Like I said, I'm a rock and I hate it. I hate that about myself. I'm trying to unlearn it. But it kind of hurts me that people close to me would view me as somebody who can't be honest enough with themselves to face their feelings you know, and there was one time, um, my friend Lebo looked at me and she was like, my lady, are you okay? And the thing is, everybody that was in the room could see that I was not, I knew I was not okay in that moment. And I still told her, yeah, I'm fine. And I had every chance to be vulnerable in that moment because I was with people I was comfortable with. I was with people that I had opened up to before. I had, every single chance to be vulnerable in that moment. And I chose not to because I didn't want to be seen as weak and fragile. And the thing is, I couldn't avoid that image because I was weak and fragile. I think something that I never took into account was people will see right through the act. People normally see right through the, I'm fine, I'm okay, it's okay, I'm going to be okay. They see you right through that because as much as you try to hide it, as much as you try to suppress it, it will show eventually. It will show in your physical being. It will show in your mannerisms. It will show in how you carry yourself out through the day. And I was not at my best at that moment. I hope I don't cry recording this. But I was not at my best at that moment. And they could see that. And I still lied to not only her, not only my friend that was concerned about my well-being, but to myself. In that moment, I knew I was not fine. I knew it in my cause of course. But I told myself, I'm fine. And it meant that, and because I had lied to myself like that, It meant that I had not started the healing process even then. I was still very much broken. I think also the damaging perception that I was given about vulnerability was that weakness was a bad thing. And well, weakness is not accepted. We all know this. Society does not accept weakness, you know. But the only reason they don't accept it is because they label it as something bad to be. And that is the reason why I didn't want to be vulnerable in the first place was because it made me look quote-unquote weak and fragile, and I was given the idea that I need to be strong and steady all the time. In order for me to get anywhere, in order for me to be impressive or be respected, I needed to show a level of fierceness, and because I was not in touch with my emotions enough, I expressed my only sense of fierceness, the only way I could express fierceness was through a type of anger or intimidation. And so for a long time, especially through um, my high school years, I tried to be intimidating. My friends and I laugh about it, how I was like almost kind of like a bully in form two and in form one, because I wasn't a bully, okay? I I wasn't actively going out, to ruin people's lives but i had to focus on being intimidating because i didn't want to be seen as weak and so that meant being unnecessarily angry or unnecessarily you know like i don't know tough all the time i wanted to have a tough skin i wanted i wanted to look like i could fight you know and for me it was a thing of when people perceive me that way I stopped feeling like, I stopped feeling fragile, I stopped feeling weak, I stopped feeling like people could walk all over me, which is the perception of what a weak person was, you know, at the time. And I now realize that there's really nothing wrong with being weak. In fact, it's necessary, because not everybody can be strong all the time, and we've discussed this. We... We've, we've had widespread conversations about how we are tired of being labeled as strong black women, right? We've had, because things affect us and we need to be able to express that things affect us. But even I as an individual need to be able to express that I am affected by things without being seen as weak, without being seen as somebody who can't handle their emotions. Because in order for me to be vulnerable, In order for me to be vulnerable, I have to be weak. I have to be fragile. I I can't be strong all the time. You get me? I'm not strong. I'm not strong all the time. And I don't need to be labeled as such to be respected. Like, in order for me to really be in touch with myself and my emotions, there has to be a sense of weakness. There has to be a sense of fragility. And that is something I never really understood until I had that conversation with myself. Because when I had that conversation with myself, I sat down and I was like, God, when was the last time I cried? And for me to even ask myself that question, I had been going through a lot that week. There were so many moments where I had to hold, physically hold back tears because I told myself I cannot be weak. That was what was going through my brain and when i had like finally like sat down with myself and it was quiet and was like in the middle of the night i was like i could really use a good cry right now and i broke down and i cried and it was only after that cry where i had released every f- bad feeling that i had throughout the week i had to be weak i had to be fragile in order for me to feel that sense of relief to feel that sense of okay, I'm going to get through this. Because any time I was tough or acted strong, any time I told myself I had to get through, I was going to get through this under the guise of being tough, I never believed it. I never believed it. It was only when I shed tears, it was only when I had finished shedding those tears and finished expressing to myself how fragile I was in the moment that I knew I was going to get through this because I was going, I was getting through the hardest part and that is coming face to face with those emotions. Let me take a breath. Vulnerability doesn't necessarily only mean like um, sadness or like, you know, being upset. It can mean being very excited about something or very happy about something or very passionate about something that you love and people will look at you funny for that people will look at you weird they will side eye you and that's loser behavior on their part but it is something that some people do struggle with you know the need to be as emotionless as possible about every single thing that's happening in their life because they don't want to be perceived a certain way and let me just tell you guys something you will never process anything without emotion. You will never process anything without feeling. You know, it's why we cry so hard when we wake up with somebody. It's why we cry during movies. And it's why we cry when somebody tells us a sad story. Because it's the body's way of processing. It's the mind's way of processing. You need emotion. You need to feel Do not suppress. Do not suppress, please. If you need to cry, please cry. If you need a good cry session, please do it. Because as long as you're holding back those tears, you're also going to hold back a lot of progress you can make from those tears. You know, tears are progress. Look at it that way. Because you will never get anywhere. Trying to be tougher than you actually are. Trying to be the staring of all starings. Like sometimes you just need to let go. You just need to allow your tears to flow. And just allow yourself to feel. And process. And heal. I think something I told myself. I've always told myself. Is that I will not be an unhealed human being when I leave this life. When I leave this life, I will be okay with myself, with who I am and my past. And I will be okay with the things that I've done on earth and the person I was. And that will require a lot of emotion on my part, which is very ironic because I spend most of my life avoiding avoiding, avoiding emotion. But anyway, that's the message I wanted to give you guys this Sunday. Um, this podcast wasn't as curated as my other ones because this one was very much something I needed to hear for myself as well. It was very much a conversation that I needed to articulate out loud um, so that I could truly understand what it meant to be vulnerable because even me just recording this... (laughs) is me being the most vulnerable I've ever been on a social platform. And I know I'm not going to regret it. And I think that's the relief I find in expressing myself emotionally. And I hope that you guys can find that relief too. Talk to yourself, you know. Talk to your inner child. ask 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 your younger self what they feared being. And ask them why they feared being that. And I guarantee you, the answer that you come up with is something that you really, really needed to know in order to heal. Anyways, again, now that we're done with that very sad topic I just wanted to say thank you for listening to me today. Thank you for making me a part of your Sunday. Like I said, Sundays are where all the good vibes are at. And to think a that could be listening to me while doing her skincare routine is all I need in this life to go on. It's all I need in this life <laughs> to keep going, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean it. I mean it. Thank you guys for taking time out of your day to listen to your girl. You know, Sundays belong to the gang. We are the gang. And yeah, I'll see you guys next Sunday. Hopefully with the less depressing topic. (laughs) Uh, Feel free to share this with anybody who you think needs to listen to this. Especially somebody that is not very vulnerable. They might might need this one. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Love you. Bye. (laughs)